track B. I'm trying to record. Oh. Okay, so. Okay. This is information I needed to know. So I'm trying to record. Sorry, I'm all the way over here. <laughs> I'm trying to record this, but it seems like if I send. If I press this button. So if I'm pressing that button, nothing is recording for some reason. But if I press this button, then it does record. Well, that's rude. That's rude. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a backup system for this. I'm just... You may or may not have noticed, but last week there was no Hard Rock Lunchbox uh, replay. Simply because it just didn't record. And I don't... I keep having like this... like So many problems. Just not... Things just not working. And I, and I guess because there's 52... Hard Rock Lunch box I boxes for the year, like statistically, one in fifty, or two in fifty, or even five in fifty is really not all that bad. It's only like ten percent. Um, they're right. No, five in fifty is not ten percent, is it? No. I'm having such a tough time today. <laughs> five in fifty would be ten out of a hundred. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah. All right. And this math minute has been brought to you by the Hard Rock Lunch box. Yeah, I'm having a having a ton it's just getting more and more difficult to do this job like or not even to do this job the job hasn't changed the job is super simple but like but getting it to to work properly is just it's really causing me a whole lot of stress now i gotta figure out so i have a backup recording that's going on over there and you're just gonna have to trust me on that uh but it requires me to turn off the thingy over here um you're going to have to trust me on that, too. So, uh, yeah, here we are. Hard Rock Lunchbox, everybody. All right. um, I will address the 25th in, in a minute. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, like, the only reason, like, I haven't made the announcement is because I just haven't made the announcement. I've, I'm trying, like, in typical me fashion, I'm trying to do something, like, kind of grand and do it that way and then what's going to happen and also recently typical me fashion is i'm just going to run out of time and then i'm going to do it like not grand and everyone's just going to be annoyed for a couple of weeks because i haven't said anything about it so i'm just i was trying to put some things in in place and like write down my thoughts but i realize even as i'm just saying those words like i my ability to just write down my thoughts has been a a key component to my getting stuff done in my general sanity over the past two decades because that's how I, I seem to function the best. And the simple fact that I'm not able to do that any longer because I'm out of time uh, on pretty much everything that I do, I just I don't get those things done so I don't get that therapeutic value. Like, you might think that two hours a week on the Hard Rock Lunchbox and like weekly therapy sessions and all the other things I do would be enough, but they're not. They're, they're really not. Like, I have a lot of stuff that always seems to be happening and I have a lot of thoughts to process and a lot of things to, to understand about, you know, things. And that's how I do things. I like, consider them. I know that sounds unusual these days when why I can just take to Twitter and just start talking about things that I, you know, think I'm right about. Like, And despite all the times that I do hop up on a social media plat- platform and discuss things, it's not like it's not my first move. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not something I just... I don't start yelling it on, on Twitter. Like, it's not my... It's not my thing. But, um... Apologize for the yawn. Yeah, I, uh... Yeah, all right. Well, let's... Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox. 
And, of course, welcome to the Top 20. There was, however, a Top 20 last week. Uh, I did manage to salvage that because the video is recording, because the video is actually right in front of me, so I can see when that's not working. The audio recording is a floor and a room away from me, so I don't normally see that except for now. I have a backup. I don't know why I keep checking it, like it's just going to shut off, but it's like, that wouldn't be the first time that happened either, so. Anyway. Um, Elon does not own Twitter yet, and we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, let's just do some light house capping, house capping, housekeeping. So yes, there was definitely a uh, top 20 on StrangerHood TV this morning. There was actually a bonus uh, top 20. I don't know if you guys got to see it. I know I did not. I actually posted the video of my discussion of Senator Mallory McMurray. <coughs> McMurray? McMorrow? McMorrow. From, um, yes, McMurray is actually my new, my new hurricane. <coughs> we have two new hurricanes, by the way, in case you dying to have a hurricane update. Oh, by the way, the hurricane won their second round with Long Island Cup. They're heading into the third round, which is the semifinals for our bracket, so that's going to be kind of cool. That'll be in a couple of weeks. I'll try and keep you posted on more hurricane stuff, but we did pick up two new players, uh, and that's pretty exciting and pretty cool. But yes, there was uh, that that uh, top 20, um, so that that's good. Check that out. It's the regular top 20, and then this whole sort of breakdown I did of, of the senator from Michigan's speech about uh, hate and, and grooming and all that other stuff. I thought it was pretty interesting, so I decided it was worth putting out uh, as a top 20 special report. So feel free to check that out. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you think that stuff like that is worth doing. It Basically, I broke it down. If you remember last week, I broke it down just like I would break down a song, like why things are important, why stuff matters, blah, blah, blah. So feel free to check that out while you're over on StrangerHood TV. Feel free to check out Bacon is My Podcast. It is still the month of April, so they are doubling your bacon, whether you like that or not. They have full interviews with the bands Stud Count and Old Currents, or rather Jake from Old Currents. Uh, and now they have two seven questions, which I guess is 14 questions. They have Stack Like Pancakes and Felicity Fueled. So check that out. They also have a new Tasting is My Bacon. Or tastings, my pet. I don't even remember. But the tasting they did with rivals, they did. Uh, they went to go see hang with rivals in Brooklyn, Queens, somewhere, one of those places. And so they have a tasting with them. I think that's what that is. Uh, I have not checked it out yet, but uh, please feel free to check it out. Rebel Nine has some shows coming up, as uh, mentioned in the chat. We are playing on June 25th. I may or may not get to that later today. Uh, we're again playing in July at some point. Uh, a couple shows in July. Uh, but I will get you more information as we get closer to that. So that's it for housekeeping. I did want to talk about <clears throat> some of the Elon Musk stuff, not necessarily Twitter, because I don't, I don't care so much. I actually don't, I don't give a shit really that he, you know, if he's buying Twitter or bought Twitter or whatever. Um, I just, I am, and this is very typically me. I am fascinated by the people's reactions to this, uh, and we'll get to that in a second. But just before I got here. Uh, that's here. I'm checking again. I don't have OCD, but I feel like I'm getting it just for this show. So I want to make sure that it's recording just in case. Yes, a couple of shows in July. Surprise! Um, but they will not be affected at all by the events on June 25th, which are going to be a one-time-only special night kind of thing. Anyway. So right before I got here, I got this little blurb. I, I have... I'm on... I'm on a couple of mailing lists. I'm not on a lot. I'm not, I'm, I'm not on a lot. But I am on a couple that deliver decent news in a timely fashion so that I can be 
so that I can decide what I want to look into more. And so I did not get a chance to look into this more, but this is very interesting. So this just came in, breaking news, Thursday, April 28th, 2022, 11.40 a.m. Eastern. It says Eastern Standard Time, but that's not it, right? We're in Eastern Daylight Time now. That's true. All right, cool. Um... Breaking news, the FDA announced a plan to ban sales of menthol-flavored cigarettes, a measure many experts say could save hundreds of thousands of lives. The proposed ban is expected to have the deepest impact impact on black smokers, nearly 85% of whom use menthol cigarettes, compared with a rate of 29% among white smokers, according to a government survey. There is so much in there that I have to just try and wrap my head around. I have not smoked in years, like years, but I smoked for a very long time. Like the dipshit that I am, I started smoking at about around 11 years old because I wanted to be cool like the older kids. Um, I will tell you, uh, that did not work. I did not become cooler because I smoked. I became cooler because I became cooler. Uh, in fact, I, if there was one major regret in my upbringing, it would definitely be the fact that I wish I had never smoked. It, it was it was so dumb. It was so stupid. And as much as I enjoyed it for a very long time, just it was like of, of the dumb things that I've done, like that's got to be like really, really high up there. And I guess if any good has come out of it at all, it's because, like, my kids don't smoke, and they're not going to smoke because I will make fun of them, like, mercilessly. And if you think I'm a dick on the box, man, try having me as your dad. Um, But, yeah, so this is interesting to me because, again, I'm kind of out of the smoking loop. Uh, The closest I get to being in the loop on smoking is the fact that... uh, my drummer smokes, and like my clothes constantly smell like smoke, and I friggin' hate it. It is just so gross, and I don't like it at all. But it is what it is, and so technically, I guess I do still smoke. So yay me! But I didn't realize that there was that much of a thing um, from menthol cigarettes. I didn't realize that was that big of a deal. Like I know, because I I I smoked I smoked Marlboro Medium was my cigarette. My cancer stick of choice was the Marbo Medium, right? But I really liked Parliaments, and I really liked uh, Newports. And I would smoke those on occasion. And I didn't even realize till like, kind of college that those were, quote-unquote, black people's cigarettes. Like, I didn't even know that. I was like, oh, cool, this one's minty-flavored. And the Parliament was cool because it had that recess filter to date. I still don't know why that is. On occasion, I would dabble in Camel. I liked Camel cigarettes. Um, I honestly think I was swayed completely by uh, the the advertising because Joe Camel was just cool as F. He also looked like a big giant penis, and I thought that was funny, and I don't know that that means that I was smoking a penis or wanted to smoke a penis, but that's neither here nor there, and it's in the past, and we don't need to dig that kind of stuff up here for the box. But I think... I think what is striking me about this, and then I'll move on to uh, Elon Musk. I think what is striking me about <clears throat> this is that they are banning menthol-flavored cigarettes. A measure many experts say could save hundreds of thousands of lives. And my first thought is, do you know what else could save hundreds of thousands of lives? 
I don't know who here in my in the sound of my voice within the sound of my voice remembers things called Venn diagrams in in school. It's usually a mathematical principle. Uh, for those of you at home, <clears throat> let me school you a little bit on Venn diagrams. If you were to take a circle, one circle, and since I'm on video, I can show you. I have a circle. Actually, I could probably draw it. This is something we never do on the box. We never we never do this or do anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw. So, so if you took a circle and then took another circle, right? I'm going to do A and B. So I'm going to put this here. You can see that. But you guys can't see that. Trust me. But like, if you wanted to do, if you wanted to do this, draw two circles that do not touch. They do not intersect. Label one A, label one B, right? That's a Venn diagram for all intents and purposes, right? So, so A could be uh, all dogs. And B could be all cats. So, um, one other thing you can do with Venn diagrams is you can intersect them. And then you can have the intersection like this. A and B, right? And where A and B meet, those things are things that people have in common. So, you can say that A is people that eat bacon. And B is people that eat eggs, and the middle where they intersect is people that eat bacon and eggs. Right? That makes sense. You can also do one other thing. Uh, I think it's called an in something bankment. No, I, don't, I forget. But it's where you have a circle like this right here, where you have a big circle A and a little circle B inside. And what that basically tells you is that A could be trying to think of a good example here without giving the whole thing away. So I'm, I'm actually I'm not going to. So so if A, if you look at it again, if A is people that smoke and B is people that smoke menthols, you can say that everybody in group B is not also in group A, right? Because if you smoke menthols, you also smoke cigarettes, right? So here's what I'm thinking. If the argument here from the FDA is it's a measure that many experts could save hundreds of thousands of lives. That's basically trying to save everybody in group B. But if you just saved everybody in group A, you would also save everybody in group B. So if you're going to ban something about smoking to keep a group safe, you could just ban smoking. I, this is not this is not advanced math. Oh, and I see the chat is very upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, chat. I did not mean to. I did not mean to bore you with my stuff. I just didn't think of a better. I haven't thought it through yet. This is what I'm talking about. If I don't get a chance to think things through, then I have to do it here on your dime, and that's not cool. So, anyway, that's like my, my little Venn diagram about smoking. Thank you. You now have an eighth grade math. So here's what I wanted to talk about. And I don't even know that I have a point to make. It's just something I want to talk about. Besides the fact that I'm just looking worse and worse and worse. But we don't need to talk about that. <sighs> All right. So, who knows what an oligarch is? Just raise your hand. If you know what an oligarch is. Right? So, the term oligarchy... Okay, the term oligarchy is basically, um, as defined, it's govern- government or governing by the few, 
as in the corporation is ruled by an oligarchy. Right? You've probably heard this a lot lately because of what's going on in Russia, and we've sanctioned their oligarchs. Um, so the other definition of oligarchy, similar, is a government in which a small group exercises control, especially for corrupt and selfish purposes. Okay? Um, very similar in definition is something called a plutocracy. Pluto, crossing, right? And that is simply defined as government by the wealthy. So you have oligarchs, you have an oligarchy, you have a, a plutocracy, and they're basically the same thing, uh, except the, the, the plutocracy is, is more wealth-based, uh, and the oligarchy is more power, uh, which always ends up having wealth. It's more, more corruption-based. Um, and what's important about those things is that we um, are demonizing those things in... I mean, basically, every time we talk about Russia since they invaded Crimea, was that 12 years ago, 20 years ago? I don't even know. Um, we've been demonizing these things, these oligarchs, in Russia because as we look at them, we see, like, okay, this one dude, this one particular oligarch whose name I'm not even going to bother to pronounce, he owns, like, 20% of Gazprov or Rus- Rusprov. I forget what it is. It's the Russian oil company. He owns, like, 20% of it. And he's worth like you know three hundred billion dollars or two. No, no, sorry. The company's worth like three hundred billion dollars. He's probably worth like a hundred billion dollars. And and the reason and there's like one that like owns like all the aluminum. Uh, there's one that like you know owns all the banks and stuff like that. So these are the these are the ty- like if you studied your history at like around the industrial revolution, we would be calling them tycoons, right? Like titans of industry, like the Rockefellers, the Carnegies. They were they were oligarchs. They were plutocrats. They were oligarchs because what they did is they just made relative billions off of their their companies, which by itself is not that big of a deal and not that bad. Um, but when you when it kind of comes to like making it off raping the natural resources of your country, it starts to get a little badder, right? And that's generally why we focus on the Russian oligarchs, especially like the aluminum, the oil, and stuff like that, right? Because the reality is, if somebody's making a hundred billion dollars off Russian oil, like it's not his oil. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. It's Russia's oil. Like, it belongs to that country that it technically belongs to the people. And I don't want to give, like, a big socialism, uh, like, conversation here. But, like, that was actually what happened in Venezuela when they kicked out the oil companies. Because the oil companies were basically stealing the oil for pennies under the dollar that belonged to the Venezuelan pizza people. Ooh, pizza. Pizza does sound good. What would Venezuelan pizza sell like? Tastes like... Anyway point is they kick those people out because it wasn't fair because it's, it belongs to everybody and that's something that i've kind of always believed like our oil in the united states like it's barely ours right it should be like the world's but like i'm not going to go that far but i don't see any reason like why we can just sort of decide and by we i mean other people decide like okay well bp can have this oil or exxon can have that oil and i understand that there's leasing and some of that money makes its way back into but like the reality is, like, Mobile Oil, Mobile Exxon, Exxon Mobile, sorry, Exxon Mobile is making money off a resource that belongs technically to all of us. Yes, they're the ones going to get it, and they should be paid for that, but, like, that's a job. You know what I mean? Like, you should be paid for that job. It's not your oil. And that's kind of one of the problems that I have with, like, these natural, ol- or natural resource uh, oligarchs and stuff like that. 
But the, the main thing of it is, is that these oligarchs wield enormous power over society because they control things that are important to the society. That's a big deal. It's also why we're targeting them with sanctions, because that's how you hurt the 20 most important and wealthy people in Russia. And what I don't understand, as I said in the beginning, I don't really care uh, about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I have been way more interested in everybody's reaction about things, uh, from mainly from the right, because the right just tends to be stupider. I'm sorry if you're right and you're listening, but like you, you do. Like Collectively, your side of the argument tends to be a lot dumber. And if we want to go back to the Venn diagrams, it's the more unintelligent people that are buying a lot of these arguments. Because what's funny is that so many on the right are like, yeah, Elon Musk, he's the champion of free speech and stuff like that. Like People on the right hate Elon Musk because he does electric cars. And people on the right tend to think climate change, A, isn't even real. B, electric cars are like you know a waste. And there's a certain point to... Even Adam Ruins Everything did an episode about how electric cars really aren't all that environmentally sound, but they are a little bit better than, you know, kind of gas-guzzling cars, and they have other things. But, like, those batteries, man, we're just raping African countries trying to get all those components. It's one of the reasons we're having such a problem right now. We had to get all those things through China that gets them through Africa, blah, blah, blah. And that's why we didn't have a lot of computer chips and all that other stuff, right? So, like, Teslas, like, as cool as they are, are not the end-all, be-all of... of, of uh, the environmental movement, but the people on the right constantly slamming electric cars, constantly slamming because climate change isn't actually a thing. But now all of a sudden they're like, he's going to save Twitter. I've got news for you. Elon Musk is just some dude, right? He's not a particularly gracious dude. He does some good stuff as he should, as all humans should. Uh, like I think when he retasked his satellites for his internet, uh, his internet satellites to the Ukraine to guarantee them access. I thought that was a really good thing. I, I really do. And I think that a lot of the other stuff he does is really, really bad. I had posted something about Tesla losing like $100 billion in value the other day just because he decided to, to, to buy Twitter. And the reason that was is because the people that basically work at and for Tesla were like, where the hell is he going to get all this money from? Because this is the kind of guy that actually will go on Twitter and, and and ask his Twitter followers, all 80 million of them, hey man, should I sell 10% of this company? Do you have any idea what that does to people that own stock in that com- in that company? That is a huge deal. And the simple fact that some, some dude can just up and make a stupid statement or a careless statement and affect other people's wealth should be a red flag for absolutely everybody. And the reason I bring up the whole oligarch thing is because... People are championing this purchase or this buyout of Twitter as the, you know, this big, you know, we're going back to free speech. And as I said a couple weeks ago, like Elon Musk actually has a track record of silencing whistleblowers. He sued one Tesla whistleblower basically into silence because they couldn't afford the legal bills anymore. Like that's bananas. This dude also called, I think it was one of the, the rescuers. I remember this when it happened, but I'm fuzzy on the details. One of the rescue, remember, like I think it was like a Thailand, where they, were they kids? They were kids, right? They were like trapped in like a cave, and people from all over the world were going to save them. And he like slandered somebody on Twitter, saying that one of them was a pedophile. Like you, can- and he wasn't. Like that's yeah, yeah. If you want to make an absolute free speech argument, like yeah, you can say whatever you want. But I can also say that Elon Musk is a pedophile just as easily. 
with no proof whatsoever. Is that the, That's not the free speech that's protected in this country. It's also not the free speech that everybody wants, right? Even Trump, like, for all of his bullshit, like, he used to sue these, like, the New York uh, Daily News and New York Post. Uh, he used to try and sue them all the time because they would say terrible things about his business practice. Ironically, we're finding out now that they were actually right about some of that stuff and that he was falsifying information about how much money he was actually worth and all that so we're finding out that that's actually true, and maybe that's why those lawsuits didn't go ahead. That's neither here nor there. The reason I bring all this up is because we've got basically one person that is rich enough, the richest man on earth, all $243 billion of them, rich enough to buy what is considered to be the town hall of social media, the, ta- the town hall for all of us. Are you comfortable with that? Like, at least there was a board, and you could agree or disagree with what the board decided to do at Twitter, and a lot of people are like, they're very left-leaning, because that's why they were blocking uh, all these right people, and they weren't. They had stated stuff. I've been blocked by Facebook. I've never been blocked by Twitter. I've been blocked by Facebook. A couple times I understood why, a couple times I didn't, but at least there's a policy. The simple fact is, we have one person in charge of Twitter that could just be like, you know what? I don't want DJ to have access to Twitter anymore. I don't think he cares. I really don't. But if he does, Elon, if you're listening, that'd be a real dick thing to do. But that doesn't seem to bother anybody on the right. Like, one person. Like, people are all about, like, less government and less control. But, like, we're talking about the American oligarchs now. Bill Gates from Microsoft, for sure. Jeff Bezos from Amazon. The Waltons. The Walton family. Sam Walton's family that owned Walmart. Like... And Elon Musk, that now owns Twitter and owns the main electric car company, owns the main other space company. Like, this doesn't worry anybody. This only worries me that just one person, because he has so much wealth because of so many tax loopholes, can just buy up the town hall. Like, if he wants to bring back free speech to the media... Maybe he should buy Fox News, like Fox News or OAN. Like, man, those things are rampantly bad. Or buy CNN. Like, I don't, CNN's got kind of a shit reputation lately, but they're not nearly as bad as OAN. But you want to bring back, like, honest to God, free discourse in this country? Buy Fox News. Buy America's Newsroom. Let's see what happens. Let's see how much the people on the right think that'll be a good idea. I'm not saying these things are good or bad, but I'm actually saying these things are bad. <laughs> so so I take that back. Like It's absolutely bad. It's absolutely bad that we have one person with so much power and so much control. We have Mark Zuckerberg running Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. I mean, he's facing monopoly things in, in all of the rest of the world. And, and now we have Elon Musk that's going to own Twitter. So what do you think he's going to do? He's going to use Twitter to make Tesla and SpaceX more valuable? I would. I guarantee he will, too. Like, honestly, if Elon Musk wanted to do something good for humanity with Twitter, he would he would buy it, and then he would buy Facebook, and then he would delete them both, and we can go back to our world and just play Wordle like everybody else. But that's, that's just my two and a half cents. It's been a really long day. I'm also really far into the top 20, so I apologize for that. Here's some music. I'll see you on the other side.